Hello, welcome to HR Shop Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Adams. This show delves into the details of HR through conversations with smart, experienced, and successful professionals who are actually doing the work. Today, my guest is again, Rod Miller. He's the head of CPHR Alberta, which has 6,000 members from Alberta, Nunavut, and the Northwest Territories. He believes people have a lot of potential, especially when connected to technology and when driving business success. Hi, Rod. Thanks for doing this. Hey, Andrea. Great to be here. Great. So let's start with a basic question. What is the NKE? Good question. So the NKE stands for the National Knowledge Exam, and it is an exam that is done twice a year across Canada in every CPHR jurisdiction that really ensures that individuals have the theoretical foundation of knowledge as it relates to the nine functional areas of knowledge and the 44 competencies. That's the best, basic, most easiest way I can explain it. Yeah. And it is hard. I've done it too. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Okay. So what, in your opinion, is the best way to prepare for and pass the exam? So I relate that back to academic experience. It does take prep. It does take study. But there are a variety of vehicles that are available to individuals who want to pursue the National Knowledge Exam. And every jurisdiction has, has programs. Every jurisdiction has resources. So I would encourage individuals to look to their provincial association to see what they might offer to prepare for the exam. Uh, we, as uh, jurisdictions across the country, have a national online prep program that people can take as a means of getting it. There are face-to-face workshops, not necessarily in the time of COVID, but that's virtually online where uh, they can prep for it as well, too. And then there's a number of resources available to pe- for people through some books and other programs through HR Canada, Canadian HR Press and others that uh, people can do their own self-learning and self-study. My advice to people is this does take prep and it does take time. You have to really dig into it because well, what we're doing here with the NKE is ensuring that you have that foundational knowledge of HR to move into the experience validation phase. And so it becomes kind of the first point and it becomes a kickoff point to that next phase of, uh, of candidacy that you'll pursue. You referred to an online course. Was that the CAPTIS course? Yes. That was how I did it. And I thought it was pretty good, actually. It does require motivation. I'm not going to lie. Like any, any academic does. course does. It, does. it does require motivation. Anyway. <laughs> so how does the NKE relate to what HR people do on a day-to-day basis? So if you think about uh, competency and what competency means, competency is the ability to put knowledge into practice, right? So the NKE really is about that knowledge base of, of HR practice that then you, you put in place through your work every single day. So as an example, it might be, you know, what are some of the national laws around uh, around um, HR, including, you know, duty to accommodate or duty to inquire mm-hmm. on things. That type of knowledge is in the national knowledge exam. The competency comes then when you put that knowledge into practice within the organization. So it really becomes the foundation of the work that you do within HR. And it's really the base from which you launch your HR professional practice from. Can you really distill a people-focused profession into an exam? Like how about the considerable amount of soft skills HR people need? Yeah, that's such a good question. This is one aspect 
of getting the designation. It's not everything. So this is the, uh, the knowledge piece. This is understanding the theoretical knowledge for HR practice as it relates to those nine functional areas of knowledge and the 44 competencies. That essential skill stuff that we're, we talk about, like leading others, uh, compassion, empathy, all those things mm. that are really important, that comes with the experience validation piece. So as you move into your experience, that foundational knowledge becomes the base, the base from which you build from, like I said earlier, mm -hmm. all that other stuff is really important. And that then comes out in the experience validation assessment piece that is the next phase following completion and passing of the national knowledge exam. I would have to say that it's true of other professions. There's this basic knowledge you need, but it is still the people skills and how you manage that will take you further. Let's keep in mind that, you know, not everybody has to write the, the NKE. And this is maybe new for people. If you come from an accredited program out of a university or a college where the CPHR jurisdiction has approved that program for waiver of the NKE, you can move into that professional practice phase you know, shortly after you've graduated from a program because what we've done is we've aligned the competency framework that exists within the exam back to those programs. What we don't want to do is have people do it twice, right? So mm -hmm. if you've already gone through a program that's been approved that maps to that competency framework that we have, we want you to move into the profession. So at that point in time, you can then move into the experience validation assessment piece where that experience now becomes the next thing to complete the CPHR designation requirements. Why should people do this? I know we talked about this in another episode, but let's talk about it again. How can passing the NKE and being a CPHR candidate help individuals advance in their careers? I'll relate that to what I said earlier, that as our uh, economy changes into this more knowledge-based economy, you know, understanding and knowing all the elements of that people function, you know, the legal requirements, the regulatory requirements, you know, how do you recruit properly? Um, you get that by pursuing the designation. So what you've done is you kind of reached the standard of human resources professional practice. So I think that's really important as we think about the standards of the profession across the country. We're raising the standards of that profession through the designation. And what you've done by pursuing the designation is let people know that you have met that standard of practice. And I think mm -hmm. from my perspective, and I'm, I'm somewhat biased about this for sure, but I think that's the pursuit. I think we want to pursue the high standards of practice in HR. I think that designation, designation serves a very important role in, in achieving that. Okay, final question. What other advice do you have for someone preparing for the NKE? Anything? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, would say, I would say plan it out. Just like you're in a, in a school course or whatever it might be, you want to make sure that you take the time to garner the knowledge before you pursue the exam itself because mm. you've, you've done it, I've done it. It's a challenging exam. So my advice would be to look backwards. So you want to write the exam in June, then look backwards and say, look, for the next four months, here's my plan in terms of learning and also testing my knowledge. I wouldn't advise anybody to write it without really good prep because you're just not going to do well. And that becomes a huge demotivator. Uh, there's such a bounty of knowledge here that you're going to be tested on. 
So we've reached the end of this episode. This show is also on YouTube where there's an opportunity to connect with me and other up and coming HR professionals. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to our next opportunity to talk shop.